the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Virginia 43% on third downs this year. Pass up field is intercepted. Jalen Petrie dove to the turf. He's got the interception. Number eight on the season for Baylor. Defense with another takeaway. This one the first of the day from the Mountaineers. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marine Land Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Five it is from the Baylor 41. Daigie the snap, fakes the handoff, pressure. Daigie is sacked. Back across midfield, Terrell Bernard. Welcome back, Terrell Bernard with the sack of Jared Daigie. Was that a sign of competitive maturity or maturing <laughs> in that process that you saw today? I think so. I think there is, there is examples, I think, where, um, where stuff was heated, stuff was competitive, and we are able to... Um, to stay above all of it, I think, you know, staying involved, you know, that, that fourth quarter being up as much as we were in the heat, that is a thing. And so I think uh, our guys' ability to continue to play and continue to give effort and, you know, we're getting subs in and all of it, I'm um, really proud of that. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. And Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome. John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield in the open. Coach Dave Aranda in the open. Baylor coming off a big, big 45-20 win over West Virginia on Saturday at McLean Stadium. Now, homecoming week on the Baylor campus, and the homecoming football game is Saturday, 2.30 kickoff, Baylor and BYU. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show at the new time uh, beginning today on at 3 p.m. Central Time. Bruce Turkowitz is over there in the Eastern Time Zone, uh, Aaron, and he was looking for us at 2 o'clock and had to let him know, nope, another hour away. So 3 o'clock it is. We will uh, lead into Matt Mosley at 4 p.m., but uh, new time slot at 3 p.m. beginning today. Remember also Tom Barfield in a new time slot. He is on 7 to 9 a.m. weekdays. And uh, Aaron, I, it was fun to uh, wake up this morning, walk the dogs, and listen to Tom and Ward on the air this morning. So I think that's a, I mean, it's easy for me to say I wasn't at work at <laughs> 7 o'clock, <laughs> but I like that. I like having the local show on in the morning. Yeah, I've heard good things. Uh, obviously, I only get up at 6 if uh, Baylor's <laughs> pregame starts at 7, which it did this last Saturday. <laughs> right. But um, Exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get up and listen uh, probably tomorrow. I didn't get to hear the uh, first oh, show okay. today. But All right, tell me how that goes for you, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not <laughs> not making any promises. I, but I have a set schedule, you know. It's, it's kind of hard to uh, It's kind of hard to adjust that. I hear you. And that's scheduled no in no way involves me being up at 6 a.m. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's one six on your clock, right? That's exactly PM, right. 6 p.m. So well, I can understand that. Absolutely. Well, uh, so that's the new lineup uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're going to make this work in the 3 p.m. hour and look forward to it. Uh, we will let you hear the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in the hour. Coach uh, met with the media over the noon hour today. It's Baylor and BYU this Saturday. And looking forward to it. Just uh, starting to digest the Big Brigham Young uh, game notes. Um, they lost to Boise State on Saturday. Uh, we got to watch part of that game. Aaron, that was one thing about our game being early that I really appreciated was we finished earlier than normal. And when I got home, Terry and I were just home the rest of the day, went out and got some dinner and brought it home. But we were home and got to watch a lot of different games on Saturday. Watched part of BYU and Boise. Um, watched uh, part of TCU and Texas Tech. And then I really got uh, caught up in the A&M and Alabama game and ended up watching that till the conclusion. I'm telling you, there were some wild, wild games and wild finishes in games on Saturday. Yeah, just looking overall, it was just a great, great day for college football as far as the, the way the games ended now as far as, you know, A&M winning that game. Maybe not so much, but. Um, it, it was exciting, and it was a good win for them. I'm a great win for their program, and it's it, it's a game that nobody, including myself, gave them any chance to win. Um, it was just an afterthought to everybody except, you know, that that team and their coaches. And uh, the, that they, group, yeah. they, they went out and t <laughs> took care of business. It was an amazing, amazing win and one of the biggest upsets uh, in recent memory, one of the biggest upsets I can remember because – like I said, no one gave them a chance in that game. People were just chalked that up as an L for them. And they said, uh, you know, we yeah. still get to play. And they pulled yeah. off the win. It was a great victory for A&M. Huge win over Alabama, previously number one. Now Georgia moves up to number one in the polls this week. Oklahoma, how about Oklahoma and Texas on Saturday? What a wild game that was. So that game kicked off the same time as ours. And we were finished, um, and and Oklahoma and Texas had about half the fourth quarter to go because they had so much scoring in that game. And uh, so we had one eye on uh, doing our post-game show and one eye on the finish, Oklahoma and Texas. Wasn't that a wild uh, game? I mean, Texas had a 28-7 to lead, 28-7 to in the first quarter, uh, first, first half maybe. No, maybe the first quarter. They had a 28-7 to lead. And uh, Oklahoma came storming back. Texas still led by 18 in the third quarter. And the Sooners came back, uh, tied the game. They traded touchdowns. And then Oklahoma won it late on that run by Kennedy Brooks. Unbelievable finish to that game. And, and what a wild scoring fest between the Sooners and the Longhorns. Yeah, it was just crazy. I mean, <laughs> it really was. You think, wow, that you know, Oklahoma hadn't played that well all year. Every game's been close, even some games that you expected them, to, you know, you expected to be blowouts. And then Texas jumps on them early, and you're thinking, well, this is going to be a long day for Oklahoma. They squ switch quarterbacks, bench bit, uh, bench uh, Spencer Rattler, and uh, it was kind of uh, what turned the tide for them. I mean, the, after that, the, yeah. the, the, the comeback ensued, and – they end up winning, as you said, on that on that uh, run at the end of the game. It was just an amazing, amazing game, back and forth. And uh, starts off, I think the first play of the game was a seventy-five yard touchdown pass. I mean, it was it was yeah. crazy. 
Yeah, that was wild. Caleb Williams was the guy, the freshman, the true freshman who stepped in at quarterback. Uh, folks at uh, at OU had been, you know, hoping for him to get a shot out there, and he did. And, uh, man, what a wild game that was. Also, TCU beat Texas Tech. TCU was really impressive, over 300 yards rushing the ball on uh, Saturday evening as they went to Lubbock and beat a Tech team that had beaten West Virginia the week before. So kind of unpredictable there. But those were the only three games in the Big 12 on Saturday. Uh, looking ahead to this week, it's a full Saturday of games. Oklahoma State, uh, number 12 in the nation this week, plays at number 25, Texas. That is 11 a.m. on Fox. Our game, Baylor and BYU, here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on ESPN. And it is, uh, by the way, it's Mark Jones and Robert Griffin III doing television again. Quint Kessinich is their sideline guy. So they will be on the call on ESPN, 2.30 Saturday at McLean Stadium. 3 o'clock on Big 12 Now, Texas Tech at Kansas. 6.30 on ESPN2, Iowa State at Kansas State. Farmageddon in Manhattan on Saturday evening. And 6.30 on ABC, TCU at number 4, Oklahoma. So a little primetime action there for the Frogs and the Sooners on Saturday. So that's the lineup of games coming up this Saturday in the Big 12 Conference. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. We're glad you're with us. We'll take a break, and uh, when we come back, uh, well, a little bit later in the hour, we'll let you hear the Dave Aranda press conference from today. Coach Aranda meeting with the media, coming off the win over West Virginia at 5-1 and one on the season, at the midpoint of the season, and uh, looking to become bowl eligible with their next victory. coming uh, Could come this Saturday as Baylor hosts BYU. That's all to come. Stay with us. John Morris Show in the new slot here at 3 p.m. Central Time. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. The Bears stepping out of Big 12 play this week for a homecoming matchup with the BYU Cougars. 1230 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 230 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Brigham Young, on homecoming in Waco this Saturday, here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will remain mostly clear tonight with a low of 66. The humidity returns overnight as those winds shift out of the south ahead of our next system moving in tomorrow. That'll bump up our rain chances for the day. A 40% chance for scattered showers and storms is likely tomorrow with mostly cloudy skies. Wednesday, expect more showers and storms, some of which could be on the stronger side. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys made some mistakes early, but in the end, Elliott ran for 110 yards on 21 carries, and Pollard added 103 yards on the ground. The Giants lost Barkley and Daniel Jones to injury, and the Cowboys ran past the Giants 44-20. Cowboys will head to New England to face the Patriots next. The Bills handed the Chiefs the third loss of the season on Sunday Night Football, 38-20. The NFL wraps up the week tonight with the Colts and the Ravens on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Kickoff at 7:15. After a wild weekend in college football, the shakeup in the top 25 has Georgia taking over the top spot at number one, followed by Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama rounding out the top five after their loss to A&M. Oklahoma State is at 12, Texas drops five spots to 25, and SMU remains undefeated and is at 23. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday from the Alan Samuels Studios. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. I get to see Ted Teague at uh, dinner. We had uh, Bear Foundation Champions Club dinner on Friday night. Great to visit with Te uh, Ted there and Leah and uh, Really, really a great dinner on Friday, thanks to the Baylor Bear Foundation. We're also brought to you by uh, Kaleo Wealth Management. Building a relationship with each client is the staff at Kaleo Wealth Management's ultimate goal. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco. Give them a call at 254-751-5050 and tell Joe Kaleo we, uh, we sent you by. 
All right, uh, let you listen to the Dave Aranda press conference coming up next segment. Uh, wrap up uh, the weekend from Baylor Athletics. Baylor Soccer played uh, a scoreless draw yesterday through two overtimes at Kansas State. And Aaron, I got to watch part of that game on Big 12 Now and uh, saw that the coaches, not the players so much, but the coaches and, and when they sh showed shots of the crowd were all wrapped up. So I said, man, what's the weather in Manhattan, Kansas? And uh, looked it up and it was in the 50s yesterday afternoon in Manhattan. So a little bit different uh, there in the Little Apple than it was in Waco this weekend. Yeah, slight difference in, in temperature. Slight. <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> But uh, it's going to cool off. We'll have some rain middle of the week and cool off here in Central Texas. The high on Saturday. So this is homecoming week. And then Saturday with the parade and the football game and everything associated with homecoming, the pep rally and bonfire on Friday night. The high on Saturday is 73 and sunny. Tell me that's not just going to be perfect on, on the weekend. Really nice weekend ahead. We look forward to that, and uh, we'll get you ready for it as we continue through the week. So Baylor soccer, a scoreless draw against uh, Kansas State. Uh, Baylor equestrian uh, lost uh, by the slimmest of margins, matched up against Oklahoma State. This was back to Friday. They lost 10-9. to Really, really tight match. Baylor now will host uh, Texas A&M this Friday at 1 o'clock at the Willis Family Equestrian Center. Volleyball did not compete over the weekend. They'll be back in action this week. A couple of big games against Kansas in the Farrell Center. Thursday night at 6 and Friday at 5 for Baylor Volleyball, uh, number 9 in the nation. So that's a look at the weekend and a look ahead. Now let's, uh, let's take a break, Aaron, and when we come back, uh, let everyone listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference from today. The Bears at 5-1 and one on the season. 3-1 and one in Big 12 conference play, hosting 5-1 and one BYU, a future BYU, uh, Big 12 member. So we'll hear from Coach Aranda when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show will continue in just a moment here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey Waco, need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just want a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. They offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. 
Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com. 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys made some mistakes early, but in the end, Elliott ran for 110 yards on 21 carries, and Pollard added 103 yards on the ground. The Giants lost Barkley and Daniel Jones to injury, and the Cowboys ran past the Giants 44 to 20. Cowboys will head to New England to face the Patriots next. The Bills handed the Chiefs the third loss of the season on Sunday Night Football, 38 to 20. The NFL wraps up the week tonight with the Colts and the Ravens on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Kickoff at 7:15. After a wild weekend in college football, the shakeup in the top 25 has Georgia taking over the top spot at number one, followed by Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama rounding out the top five after their loss to A&M. Oklahoma State is at 12, Texas drops five spots to 25, and SMU remains undefeated and is at 23. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, that, that's Virginia's done a good job of now. I guess really taking their main guys out. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Dante Steele's in. I, I don't think uh, Taj Austin, the defensive end, uh, was in. Hakeem Mazadoa, I didn't see him as much. That's the front three guys. Didn't see them as much. Well, I think that's going to do it, John. With five seconds in counting, not another play, not another snap. Baylor wins, 45-20. Big win for the Bears here at McLean Stadium this afternoon as Baylor wins decisively. Oh. West Virginia final score Baylor 45 West Virginia 20 Bears go to five and one at the midpoint of the 2021 season now back to today's JMO radio show from the Allen Samuel Studios here's the voice of the Bears John Morris Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield into the game Saturday. Baylor with a big, big win over West Virginia. Played really, really well. Both sides of the ball. Really, uh, both sides offensively, defensively, and special teams. Very good again for the Bears in the win. Mountaineers. Now turning their sights on future Big 12 member BYU. The Cougars, we mentioned, lost to Boise State 26-17. to and uh, that was their first loss of the year. They dropped to a 19th in the nation in the AP poll. BYU was number 10 a week ago. Now they're number 19. And that's the matchup. Third meeting all time between Baylor and BYU comes up this Saturday at McLean Stadium. Let you listen in now to the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. It's good to see you guys. After reviewing the tape, um, a lot of positive things, still things to be corrected. And so we're, we uh, spent really yesterday honing in on those things. Uh, excited to be with the team today. You know, I go back to last week. Monday was really our best Monday up to this point. And so looking to uh, to better that, I think you you pull back even further. You look at the last two weeks, and you look at um, a mediocre week of practice, 
then you look at the result and you look at a great week of practice and you look at the result and so I think there's there's more than enough there to uh, uh, to inspire and to uh, to move our team to take the next step and looking forward to doing that. Any questions you guys got? Dave, uh, we have a little extra insight into this game with Coach Grimes and Coach Mateos and mm-hmm. the BYU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know um, you know Grimes's uh, knowledge just from last year. I think is always going to be you know it's 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 funny you know um, always want to be respectful of that. You know, I, I think back when I was at Wisconsin and, and I left uh, to go to LSU, and the first game at LSU was at Lambeau Field versus Wisconsin. And I remember coming out of the tunnel in, uh, you know, the new colors, and everyone's stretching for Wisconsin. They're all kind of stopped to wave at me. It was just so so awkward, right, from my part and theirs. But it, 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 there's a lot of emotion that comes with that. But I just remember throughout that week, and or through the lead up of that in the summer and everything, you're 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 grateful for being on a new team and for everything that's been done for you. At the same time, you're still respectful for the team that you're on and for um, you know their investment in you and those relationships. And so I try to be really. Um, 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 really uh, honed in on what we're asking, what's important, what's not. And so that um, Jeff and Eric and then Matt Mitchell's with us too, so that they feel that they are, um, you know, they can say what they want to say and, and not have to say something that they don't feel they, it, they, that they are not comfortable with. And so I think, you know, their input just on philosophies and stuff, I think is going to be helpful for us. Dave, kind of on the flip side of that, with Grimes and Mateos on your sideline, and do you do you mix up signals? Do you change anything this week, knowing that BYU had both those guys last year? Yeah, I think there's the a lot of the signals are different from the beginning. I think there's some language on the line of scrimmage that would be the same, and so we're looking at changing those up. Dave, uh, as a writer, I really appreciated your sports car versus truck analogy when it came to the D-line. I was wondering if you could dig into that a little bit more. Uh, when you say that you want those guys to be trucks, what do you mm-hmm. kind of mean there? Is that like stopping the run? I mean, what, what does that mean? Yeah, heavy lifting, I think. Um, you know, um, um, heavy duty, a lot of, um, a lot of horsepower. Um, can take a dent, can take a, um, can roll through ditches, can, um, um, can pull a lot of weight, push a lot of weight. I think those things, I think the, and then you, you know, um, I think from the other side of it, the sports car imperative, it's, you know, it's, it's taking corners fast. I think it's, look in a certain way. I think it's um, um, not a lot of, um, of heavy-duty work associated with those cars. Those, those are more um, Friday night and maybe Saturday night, maybe Sunday afternoon. And so I think that just the work ethic piece, the hitting blocks, taking on double teams, doing dirty work, right, pushing a lot of weight, 
I think those are things. That's a mindset. And so I think the, the um, I think, you know, that's a change. And so for, for people to feel that and then to feel like, hey, you know, this is not all we do. This is part of what we do. There's always going to be blitzes and there's always going to be, you know, the op, you know, you stop the run so that you can have some fun. I think that was apparent on Saturday, not only with the score, but with our ability to, to play the run better. We, this is the first time really this year we got people into true passing situations, which allowed us to rush the passer. And so I think it's a um, you prescribe to that type of thought of stopping the run. I think it starts. You can take it all the way back. The starting point would be that truck analogy. Coach, Jaron Hall is probably the best athlete under center you guys are going to face this year. How do you keep a guy like that in check, especially on like a third down situation? Yeah, I think, you know, I have a lot, a lot of respect for for him and for their um, their attack. I think um, there is there is a great um, uh, there is a great competitiveness there and a great um, instinct there. And so it's you know just just more layers um, to um, to their approach with him and what he can do. And so that's something we're looking at right now. I think it really. It, if it doesn't start there, it's closely, it's closely followed there. Coach, is there a unique challenge to this kind of non-conference opponent that's kind of stuck in the middle of conference play like this? You know, I look at, I look at a team. You know, and Kalani. I've known Kalani for a long time. Have known Ed Lamb. Ed was at University of Redlands when I was at Cal Lutheran. I, I want to say he was at University of Redlands when I was at Redlands High School. You know. And so I've known Ed for a really long time. I think Kalu and Redlands are big rivals, and I remember I can remember meeting with Ed and talking DB play, and we weren't really supposed to be doing that because of the rivalry. And, and then um, I remember visiting with Ed when he was at University of San Diego, and um, I left. I was at Delta State with Ron Roberts, and I left Delta State to go to Southern Utah when Ed was the head coach there. Um, I was there for maybe two months before Hawaii, but uh, a lot of respect for him. You know, Elisa worked with at Utah State. Kevin Clune worked with at Utah State. A lot of these guys I know and have a ton of respect for. And so I know that BYU is going to be an angry team, and they're going to be motivated, and they're going to want the stage to show that they belong. And so I think, you know, I think from a big-picture view, I can see kind of that question, I think, from our seat and what we What's in front of uh, our windshield? It's more of uh, here's a team that's looking to prove something, and um, with bringing some intensity that we have to exceed. Dave, uh, what do you see from Tyler Algiers? Yeah, physical. He um, looks like it's a linebacker playing running back. Um, I think it may start with him. You know, we were just talking just a minute ago. I think it, it may start with him. And just the driver of that attack, and the uh, the physicality. So he has an eight-yard run, falls forward, um, gets up off of a, a linebacker that he just put in the ground. I think that drives the offense, and I think everything kind of um, everything kind of um, is energized by that. And so I think that is a focal point. I think um, you know we've we have faced running attacks before, but not to the level of this. And so, um, and you know, can see it, believe it, 
and uh, now it's up to us to stop it. Dave, obviously it starts up front with the D-line, but what are some of the keys to stopping the run the way you guys did Saturday? Um, we play with better technique. I think, you know, to go back to that, that truck analogy, it, it was really some of that. I think it's a mindset, really. I think when, um, when you are when you're approaching a game of like, I'm going to strike these guys. I'm going to lock these guys out. I'm going to set edges. I'm going to knock this back, right? Um, when you're taking that approach, then you're going to be more apt to double team after double team, hit after hit, you know, down after down, find, finding um, more opportunities to do that. I think if, you, if you're thinking that um, I need to you know, jet a B-gap or I need to get skinny in an A-gap, you're going to somehow, some way, find a way to do that in the midst of uh, trying to hit a block. And so I think our our readiness and our um, acceptance of kind of the requirement where everything's at, and, you know, we talk a lot about our 111th, and so they be you but align with us. And so you're, you know, we have a lot of colorful characters on defense, guys that I, I really do love and uh, have come to know and um, appreciate very much, I think, for all of those colorful characters to come together and play as one unit, uh, we can be darn good. And I think we just need to, to play as one. Looking at the depth chart, Caleb Barnes is on here as a go. Is he expected to have limited reps or just full 100%? We're starting him off slow to, to begin. I think he was right, he was right at the precipice um, for Saturday. So we're going to start him off slow to start. But my anticipation would he be full go. Dave, Twike uh, one Thornton has had a really good year, mm -hmm. uh, much improved over last year. What's kind of happened with him? I think his his uh, belief in himself. I think his um, acknowledgement of uh, what goes into a week um, can bear fruit on Saturday. I think his acceptance of coaching. I think his um, uh, his awareness of details and their importance, and um, his commitment to the team, I think have all improved, and uh, I think his play has followed that suit. He and Gary have a really good connection. Uh, you know, Gary's mentioned that they would throw together after practices and whatnot before he was named the starter. Have you seen? that connection continue to develop either in practice and on the field? I think there's a comfort level there. I think there's times when when Ty um, maybe had more to give or we thought there was more there. I think Gary would be a guy that could get it out of him. I think uh, their respect for each other is real. And I think, you know, as coaches, we can always say something or make a point or, um, or um, make a request. But um, when there is a teammate that you love that's that's doing that's making a, that's um, bringing something up or asking for more or asking for this or asking for that, in my experience is the answers have been quicker and, and been better. And so, th I think those two created created a really good team. Dave, when you look at that 2019 LSU defense, you had all those you know second level players mm -hmm. and guys like Apu and Terrell. They're so physical. When you compare the physicality of those two defensive units, mm -hmm. I mean, does it come close? Where are they in comparison? With, With th this unit? unit? 
Yeah, no, I think I think there's similarities. I think the I think this defense here is still finding its identity. I think really I felt for the first time Saturday we put some stuff on tape. I think previous to that there was a big play here, a big play there, and it was you know those big plays were were intermittent between you know um, you know eight guys playing something the right way, a couple of guys not. Right, nine guys playing things the right way, a couple guys not, and so I think the most consistent effort that we've had has been the Saturday. So for us to build off of that, you know, I think the level of um, of off of offenses are only going to increase here as we go, and so um, our our aptitude and our intensity must increase too. Coach, just in terms of Gary and how effective he's been through the air, but also taking care of the ball, what elements go into not only having success from a yardage and touchdown standpoint, but also having zero interception through six games? Yeah, I think it's care factor. I think of that right away. I think of being coachable. I think of um, I think of all the time that he's put into it and just his um, uh, his his um, his effort and his work ethic. I think of um, his ability to come back from from failure. I think, you know, Gary's one that, um, you know, you don't when when you when you meet Gary or, or you you pass him in a hallway, there's nothing. It just radiates success, man. Right, confidence, and so I think, you know, there's levels of that. I think for him to experience some failure, and to only grow from that. And to only have that strength in him, you know, I go to the Iowa State game or, or the, the Oklahoma State game, for example. I think that is, you know, we're getting a new and improved Gary from there. And I think he will continue to make those strides. I think the, his mindset and where, and where his connection with Sean and Jeff is at is in a really good spot to do that. Abram has been one of the top runners in the Big 12 all year, uh, and he's really had to wait his turn. Mm-hmm. Is that gratifying for you as a coach yes. to see that? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Abrams got there is a um, there is an understatedness about him that I appreciate. There's a toughness about him um, that I recognize. I appreciate. There is a um, a tough guy that's a real tough guy um, that's there that I see and appreciate and I know our whole team does. And so for someone like that, um, that does his stuff with uh, his actions and not his words, all for that. The kind of be your first quote unquote real homecoming here, you know, with 100% capacity and everything. Mm -hmm. What are you expecting? Are you excited about that? I am, yeah. I thought, you know, I remember we were just talking about today, last the last homecoming, I think I actually spoke, and, you know, every, we were all masked up, and it was, um, it was a different experience. And I remember coming to Baylor and hearing about homecoming and, and the traditions and and um, the importance of it, way looking forward to that. And so excited for our team and then excited for my family to be able to see that. Talked about how this isn't a conference game, but in a few years it will be. Is there anything you see when you look at BYU that makes you think they'll be a good fit in this league? Um, well, yeah. So the the long view of it is, I think they're going to be a great fit. I think the physicality of them, you know. So I, I think like BYU, 
um, play BYU when I was at Hawaii. It was our the last game I think I had at Hawaii. We got fired shortly thereafter, and then went to Utah State and played them. And then went to Wisconsin and played them, and then LSU played them, and so now here. And so, you know, I th- there's a lot of respect for BYU for their physicality, for their maturity, uh, for their toughness. They are very much the. Um, there's a lot of ath- athleticism there. Uh, but they're very much the gym rat that's the bully that's the that is i mean you know they have been able to pull out wins um uh all different types of ways and so just being just when I was at Hawaii and at Utah State felt that very much just with the the coaching circles that I was with at that time and so since that time I've had just a ton of respect for them and then now knowing their coaches and the direction that they're headed and what uh, Kalani has really been able to um, to grow there, a lot of respect. It's going to be a good matchup. Maybe y'all obviously have bigger goals, but y'all can become bowl eligible this mm-hmm. week. Is that something you will mention to the team? Or? No. Yeah, I think I think for us, like to have a great Monday, and for us to have really intentional meetings and to have you know. We have to when, when we're out on practice today, and we're on the left hash, and we're going to we're going to take the drill and go to the right hash. Like we need to jog and run to that. I'm going to be, my day is going to be really kind of, are we running to this right? Are we, are are we looking to get the most out of today, or are we looking just to kind of go through the motions because we had a W, you know, on Saturday as opposed to an L the day, you know, the week before. And so I see this week as really being central that way in terms of how we do what we do. All last week you talked about how there was there, there will be times where you're going to have to throw to establish the run as opposed to running to establish the pass. Do you feel like that was the case on Saturday, and how nice was it to put something like that on film for the guys to be able to see? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was really good. I thought, you know, um, there was looks where, where Gary was – confident and stuff would be there and then for him to get the ball out quick so that it was there was good to see and then I think there's times where Gary's on the move and he's got to make throws with people in his face and that was good to see I think um, his you know from the previous game where there was some um, um, uh, urgency and some um, um, feelings of uh, of frantic in the pocket to where there's people kind of closing in and there's um, there's walls kind of caving down and he's calm and collected and gets the ball out in the pocket was good to see and so I think there's a strong um, there's a strong resurgence there and you know even better than what was there before. Being 11 out of 14 on fourth down, uh, you know, conversions, I mean, obviously that's a huge asset to your offense. So this season harping on that, what have you seen maybe a response out of your players? Because, I mean, it has to be a little uh, different of approach as a player. You know, if you don't get it on third down, well, hey, we're still going to, you know, we can coach trust in us to stay on the field to get that fourth down. Yeah, I think um, I appreciate that question. I think there's, you know, there's some education that has to go with that. I think um, we had – uh, Sean Bell, I think, spoke to the team on Wednesday just about what we use and kind of what our analytics look like and, you know, the difference between maybe early in the game and late in the game on fourth down decisions. And, um, 
you know, how the, the decision is going to end uh, with me. But, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it prior throughout the week. And, um, and um, it's something that we as a staff spend a lot of time on. So I think that was important to do because I think they, they appreciate it. And, um, you know, they're, they're happy when it works, when it doesn't, you know. They have to, um, to be on the same page for um, complimentary football and the other side's kind of stepping up and getting our back. And so I think we've seen that. But there'll be more opportunities. You know, I think BYU is a great example. A lot of fourth downs coming in this game. They are great at fourth down. And they're, they might be more, um, more aggressive than we are in that phase. And so for us on defense, that's going to be a new arena for us. That is the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. Coach Aranda and the Bears 5-1 and one on the season. They're 3-1 and one in Big 12 play. Stepping out of Big 12 play, sort of, to host BYU on Saturday. Of course, BYU will be a, a member of the Big 12 uh, two years from now. We'll be playing them on a regular basis, which will be really cool. The game Saturday, 2.30 kickoff at McLean Stadium. Uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. The uh, game day live coverage begins at 10.30 Saturday morning, 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, and then 2.30 kickoff Bears and Cougars on Saturday. All right, let's take a break. Uh, back with more in just a moment. Look ahead, wrap things up. Plenty more in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll do that when we come back. John Morris in the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron Sexton there in the Allen Samuel Studios. We'll take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions are back home at Waco ISD Stadium as they host the Midway Panthers. Our coverage of Waco High football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7.30. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Midway this Friday night at 7 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. One hot bullfight continues to be a hit, so we're bringing it back to the heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this year. Watch nine of the country's best freestyle bullfighters take their minute in the ring with the Mexican fighting bull. Who will emerge victorious? Witness the battle yourself on October 17th in the Extra Code Coliseum. Learn more and get your tickets at hotfair.com today. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys made some mistakes early, but in the end, Elliott ran for 110 yards on 21 carries, and Pollard added 103 yards on the ground. The Giants lost Barkley and Daniel Jones to injury, and the Cowboys ran past the Giants 44-20. Cowboys will head to New England to face the Patriots next. The Bills handed the Chiefs the third loss of the season on Sunday Night Football 38-20. The NFL wraps up the week tonight with the Colts and the Ravens on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Kickoff at 7:15. After a wild weekend in college football, the shakeup in the top 25 has Georgia taking over the top spot at number one, followed by Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama rounding out the top five after their loss to A&M. Oklahoma State is at 12, Texas drops five spots to 25, and SMU remains undefeated and is at 23. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. with us final segment john morris show on this monday afternoon beautiful weather here in central texas rain middle of the week and then uh significantly cooler by the weekend is what it looks like should be great with the byu cougars coming to town on saturday so aaron here's here's what's going on in my mind today uh i'm texting and just making contact uh uh and getting text from greg rubel and jason shepherd is their studio host there for byu and as I talk to them, you know, they're mountain time in Provo. We're central time here, which usually, you know, doesn't throw me a curve. But then I throw in also moving the show from 2 to 3 p.m. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's like all of a sudden our show is on uh, Eastern time at 3 p.m., you know, when it's normally at 2 p.m. No, it's not. It's 3 p.m. central time. So I'm uh, juggling all those uh, time zones in my mind right now. <laughs> But it's going to work. Everything is good. No problem at all there. And we, uh, we're going to make it work here in the 3 o'clock hour. Matt Mosley is coming up next. 4 to 6. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. They mentioned some birthdays today. Uh, it's our good friend Hobby Howe's birthday. Happy birthday to Hobby. Now, Aaron, here's what you need to know about Hobby Howe. 
Uh, if you can ever get out of the studio and come to a game, come early, come out to Touchdown Alley, and just say, where is Hobby's tailgate? And he has, uh, this guy is a chef deluxe with tailgating ribs and barbecue and everything out there. Uh, that If there's one thing you'd want to see or one place you'd want to visit out in Touchdown Alley, it'd be Hobby House tailgate. All right, well. So you I mean, need to make that to happen get out at there, some point. Yeah, is, I mean, if... if uh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> if it ever happens, if you could ever get away, or we could ever, you know, I would say we'd get some stuff, pack it up, and bring it to you, but it would never it would never make it. No, you know, it'd be eaten not. before it got up to the booth. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, but Hobby Howe is, is just terrific at that, and happy birthday to Hobby today. Drew Wilson's birthday today. Uh, Drew was working at KWTX Radio when I was uh, at KWTX TV. Happy birthday to Drew. Uh, it's Kyle Deaver's birthday today. Kyle, former Waco mayor and uh, again, another former uh, associate at KWTX TV. So happy birthday to Kyle. Holt Getterman's birthday today. A lot of you know Holt here in the area. And uh, Lois Ferguson's birthday today. Yes, Katie Smith uh, loves Kyle Deaver also. So happy birthday to Kyle and Lois Ferguson, uh, retired officially from Baylor, but uh, Lois is still around and does a lot of good things. So happy birthday to Lois Ferguson. Mm, I wanted to go back to yesterday. There was one, oh, I wanted to mention Bob Thomas's birthday yesterday. Uh, Aaron Bob is the, uh, uh, Bob is the statistician for Brad Sham and the Cowboys broadcast, and he does a lot of others, but Bob is so good at what he does. I mean, he's almost Brad Sham's right-hand man. So happy birthday to Bob Thomas a day late uh, from yesterday. And it is also, one more to add, it is Court Castle's birthday today. Court is a freshman on the Baylor baseball team from right here in Waco. Happy birthday to Court Castle today. And I think, Aaron, that's all. Let me look at another list. Uh, oh, it's Madeline Allen's birthday also. She is new with us in Baylor Athletic Communications. Happy birthday to Madeline. That's all I've got. Anybody to add? Aaron? Yeah, a couple. Um, today is Steve Young, NFL Hall of Fame quarterback. It's his birthday. He oh. is 60. Uh, professional golfer Michelle Wee. On Baylor BYU week. Yes, absolutely. So he turned 60 today. How about today. that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michelle Wee, PGA and WPGA golfer, uh, turns 32. And uh, this one's for you, Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates. Okay. Turns 75. Oh, very so nice. there you go. I <laughs> believe it's one of wow. our, uh, the Hall & Oates is one of both of our favorite acts from that era and maybe you know i mean yep pretty much any era they, they had a lot of great songs so uh anyway very nice 75 very today list. all right very good aaron appreciate it thank you very much uh appreciate everyone listening today and uh just make note of our new schedule here with our local shows uh i'll be on at three o'clock every day matt mosley is coming up he'll be on four to six and remember Tom Barfield and Ward White's uh, on uh, in the mornings now, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. So on your drive-in, you can listen to Tom and Ward. On your drive home, you can listen to Matt Mosley in the afternoons. Uh, love the lineup and uh, first day for that. So uh, so far we've made it one hour in the new schedule. We've made it one day, <laughs> and uh, do appreciate everyone listening today. 
All right, uh, we're going to move out of here and make room for Matt Mosley coming in next. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Thanks for being with us. Aaron, thank you very much for making things work. I'll see you in the studio tomorrow. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's been, uh, been called one of the great hours in Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics and your home for Baylor football. Join us Saturday as the Bears take on Baylor.